Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We are at the conclusion of Acts chapter 3, looking at verses 24 through 26 in the New Living Translation. The message of salvation came first to the people of Israel, the descendants of Abraham, Moses, Samuel, and the prophets. The Jews to whom Peter was speaking were the children of these prophets. Let's listen to Acts chapter 3, verses 24 through 26, read from the New Living Translation. Starting with Samuel, every prophet spoke about what is happening today. You are the children of these prophets, and you are included in the covenant God promised to your ancestors. For God said to Abraham, through your descendants, all the families on earth will be blessed. When God raised up his servant, Jesus, he sent him first to you people of Israel to bless you by turning each of you back from your sinful ways. Again, Acts chapter 3, verses 24 through 26, read from the New Living Translation. I'll be back to share insights and close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott. I'm your host of 5 Minutes in the Word. Thank you for taking time to uh, learn God's Word with me as we learn together. Like, follow, share at Minute Words or hashtag Minutes Word on Facebook and Twitter. And my podcast is heard wherever you hear your favorite podcast. Y'all be blessed. Again, that's Acts chapter 3, verses 24 through 26, read from the New Living Translation. In this section, Peter warns of the danger of rejecting Christ, and that should be our mission, to warn, to show people the right way. But let's listen to the commentaries. The prophet Samuel lived during the transition between the judges and the kings of Israel. And he was the first in a succession of prophets. Samuel had anointed David as king and had spoken clearly of the establishment of David's kingdom. Peter wanted his audience, all who knew the scripture, but he wanted them to come to understand that the inception of the prophetic office down through the whole order of the prophets Every prophet had spoken of what was happening right then, and that's according to Life Application Bible. Peter affirms what Jesus had told his disciples after his resurrection, that the Old Testament scriptures testified to him. And uh, Luke chapter 24, verses 25 through 27 and 44 through 47 speaks of Jesus uh, telling his disciples this. Peter notes that the prophets spoke of the Messiah, Jesus, and the time he is currently, um, and the time 
he is currently living in when the Holy Spirit would be poured out. And you know, that happened at Pentecost. God had promised Abraham that he would bless the world through Abraham's descendants, the Jewish race, from which the Messiah, Jesus Christ, would come. You are the children of the prophets and of the covenant. That's what Peter told them. So they are, have a double privilege, and that's according to Matthew Henry. They were included in the covenant, for God intended the Jewish nation to be a separate and holy nation that would teach the world about God, introduce the Messiah, and then carry on the work in the world. Through them, because of the Messiah coming from them, all of the families in the earth and on the earth would be blessed. Israel had been given the prom promise of one who would come from the line of Abraham and sit forever on David's throne. And you know, for those of us like me who are Gentiles and don't know and haven't studied the scriptures all of our lives, it's a hard concept. But when you think about it, David is, David's throne is still being held by Jesus. He still sits on the throne. And that's according to the Life uh, Application Bible. Peter stresses the privileged position of Israel to receive the word of God and to inherit the benefits of God's gracious covenant promises to Abraham. And the covenant that God made with Abraham, Abraham they should, uh, of course, they should know, have known these prophecies and recognize the Messiah when he came. And remember, some of these were learned people, learned men and women who had traveled to be in Jerusalem, but passed over and stayed until Pentecost because they were waiting for a sign, the end of the 70 weeks, according to the book of Daniel. But let me continue. Um, they, God sent Jesus to bless them. And he wanted them to turn everyone from their wicked ways. And, you know, that's what the Baptist preachers say. <laughs> turn from your wicked ways. But anyway, notice that the primary nature of the blessing was to turn them back from their sinful ways. Christ's work at its core is to turn lives around, taking individuals on sinful paths and turning them from that path to the paths of blessing. And that's what we should teach. That's what we should preach. That's what we should share with the world, to repent, to turn away from sin and turn to God. Israel had every reason to turn to Jesus. History, heritage, bloodline, centuries of warnings from prophetic messengers and all of the things that God allowed them to go through. They knew the word. They knew the word and the giver of life, and they did not recognize him. Sin is um, to that which is, is something that we naturally cleave to. The design of divine grace is to turn us from it, to turn us against it, so that we can forsake it and hate it. And the gospel directs us to that end. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the message of the gospel. The message is to repent of our sins and turn to God. 
so that our sins may be wiped away. And once our sins are wiped away, God, you give us a time of refreshment where we're in your presence. And we thank you for that, Father. Father, we thank you for your word. As we study your word, even when in passages like what we're studying today, where we are convicted and convinced that we need to turn from our sinful ways and turn to you. We need to repent and be converted because Christ is ready to do his part once we do our part of turning from our iniquities and turning to Christ. And we thank you, Father, for the blood of Christ, which makes us clean. We thank you for the Holy Spirit, which endows us with power. We thank you, Father, for the Holy Spirit, which guides and directs us and keeps us, if we allow him, on the path to righteousness. We thank you for that, Father. Father, we're praying for those who need you in a special way. So many needs, so many requests, and all we can do is cast them on you because there's no way we can list every need, every request. But those who are listening, they can state their request at any time because God, we can talk to you just like I'm talking to you. Uh, And we thank you for that. And Father, I thank you as I get ready to close out the year. We're now almost in December. I thank you for the, uh, the word. I thank you that your word is going forth. And Father, I pray that it touches and changes lives. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed. Thank you.